Good morning, good morning, good morning, podcast listeners. This is Pastor Lewis Hill. How y'all doing today? Um, tomorrow I'll be going to court on via Zoom. I ask for your prayers and I ask that you continue to keep God in your heart. For he is the author and finisher of our lives. And upon knowing this, we strive to do better. But sometimes there are things that's been withheld from your eyes, but not withheld from God's eyes. Knowing this, we have to get ourselves up and we have to face the things that we are left behind sometimes because the feelings are so deep. The emotion, the scars. Sometimes we have been bruised for our own iniquities. And what I mean by bruised by our own iniquities is that, you know, the karma comes back to us. You know, be careful looking down there at the abyss, because the abyss might be looking up at you. I have people out like, every day, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Listen. I'm God's child. And just like up in Moses' house, every house that was filled with the blood of Jesus, the house was covered with blood sin. See, that makes us Christians now. Because now we have to hold up this blood-stained banner until we die. To be caught without this blood-stained banner means you're already at hell's gate. You see, when you looking up, you see everything that's going on in your life. Because you're looking up. You're looking around. When you're looking down, you see too many things. But when you look up, you begin to see the beauty and the nature of this world. And for us not to know the beauty and nature of this world is beyond us. Meaning that we are in a spiritual climate. We are in a spiritual warfare. That induce war amongst people. And then my Bible said it was kindred to people and loose for the tongue. Meaning the devil, he floats around every day. He uses his only formable trick, and that is deception, to deceive. Now, trickery is a terrible thing. Why? Because we were blinded and we didn't see. It's almost like signing the signature or signing for a rap deal without knowing what you're signing. See, if I sign something, I want to know what I'm signing. Every element, every piece, there's no slick, dark little letters, none of that. People be careful. Even in marriage, 
when you sign away, be careful what you sign. Because you could be signing away your life. Yeah, just how the, the, the bad spirits work. They work on your trickery. They work on your lust. They work on your fear. And see, every man who goes to court and they're faced with a felony, they begin to lose heart. They be, they begin to forget their calling. But see me, wherever I go, I take Emmanuel, Jesus, and me with me. And he oversees my life. He oversees the change. See, all I had to do is give my life to God. See, that's when the spiritual battle was fought. Because flesh will always battle spirit. See, the old man, our admin nature, has been replaced with the new man, our God nature. Now, with this God nature that we possess, we're supposed to hum all thing in with God's power. We're supposed to bring in the sheep. We're supposed to tell these people about our sorrow. And then once we told them our sorrows, then we prayed, then we had to tell the Lord. See, to know change, you have to see change. And if you don't see change, you don't know change. We all have fallen down. We all have come short of the glory of God. For there is not one man that was found perfect. For if we were perfect, we wouldn't even have no reason to be here. But see, God allowed us to be in the land of the living one more time. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad to have woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I want y'all to understand that. For so many years, that was a word that would not come to my mouth if you paid it to. But now, the words would continuously be in my mouth. I will praise the Lord, even in prison. I have served and I have proved that I am loyal to God. I am God's son and I am God's servant. And the only thing that I can tell you is to beware of the message, not the messenger. But I want y'all to know that this pastor go through a lot of great things. This pastor has been homeless. This pastor has been in turmoil after turmoil. Still going through. But I thank God that he's brought me to a standstill. Now I can know what it's like to sit down. Now I know what it's like to have peace. And now that I just had a small portion of peace, I want more. 
Just like when I had a portion of money, I wanted more. When I had a portion of God's love, I wanted more. And I want you to want it more just like I want it more. I'm going to call, I'm going to hold up for this podcast, take a pause break, and I'll be back. Once you know that you have a job to do, it ain't no questioning the job or the assignment that God has for you. So every day of my life, I focus on the job that God has for me. So, coming along, I had to do a lot of change. I had to do a lot of evaluating. But my biggest problem was that I hear a lot of people say this, that they thought they were demons, that they thought they was the devil. And it was hard for me to complete God's mission when my mind was so distraught. But see, I learned something by going to prison. I learned that I'm not hardcore. I'm not a demon. I learned to be humble. I learned to sit down. I learned to quit running my mouth so much. I learned to read and I learned to listen. And once I learned to read and once I learned to listen, I read more and I listened more. I attended every meeting. That's why they called me Friendly Hill. I'm not in a gang or I'm not a Muslim. I'm God's child. And once you know you're God's child, I don't refer to any religion. I refer to God above in the sky. But if there's knowledge that he wanted me to seek, he would have allowed me to study. If I didn't get that knowledge, then that knowledge wasn't for me. If I didn't get that quality, did that still not make me a son of God? Okay, let me go back. Say if you were a person that don't have any talent, you can't sing, you cannot rap, you cannot write, you can't do nothing. You can't pray. What good are you in the church? See, something happened along the way there. I began to learn how to sing, even if I was shouting. I learned how to praise the Lord without saying the word. So God blessed upon me the spirit of prayer. So I began to pray for my people. I didn't know exactly what God wanted me to tell this specific person. But when I touched them and I prayed for them, they went back to their rooms and they were moved. What I mean by moved is they wanted to do more for the Lord. 
So now I see what it's like being a babe in Christ and wanting to do more. See, God don't want us to do nothing but receive the blessings that he give us. God wants us to work on something. He wants us to work on ourselves. God wants us in prayer, but he wants us to bow down to something greater than ourselves before we go into prayer. You see, as men who have been in this evil age, in this evil time, don't look over their lives. Justify everything. And they have no feelings and emotion attached to it. Because now they're in the stage that I was. Some people don't have family. Some people don't have talent. Some people was not born or blessed with a silver spoon. Now then there's again those people who have been blessed. Who don't know how I live on the other side of the track either. So you understand the difference between being a Christian and the one that's chose and the one who don't have no family nobody have never chosen him. Nobody have never did anything good for him. And then God bless me to go bring a man like that in to the fold. And he begin to see us live and rotate. He be seeing us how we go for our people in jails and prison, how we send money, how the phone calls come in, how that we are truly doing God's work. How I inspired that man to want to do better. How this man met him a woman. How this man got him a job. How this man married this man, all oh, this woman, all up under the direction of a sinner like Pastor Lewis here. Hallelujah. But I want you to know in life that you cannot be God great giving no matter how you try. I'm seeing a hobo down on his luck. Newspaper to hold up the holes that was in his shoe. And a drug dealer and a thief and a man who don't have no feelings and emotion. And then there was me, the son of God, and the other man who was a preacher. Now, out of us three, who do you think went to that hobo? That man that was the thief went to that hobo, begged that hobo, the man that was the drug dealer and the thief. Came along, fed that man, brought that man a fresh pair of shoes. And me, the Christian man, was overwhelmed to see a sinner man come along and bless this hobo man. Gave him food, everything. See how good God people is. Even when you least expect goodness out of someone, goodness comes. So everybody that you see out here, 
that's a sinner. Don't look down on him. You know why? Because he's only a backslider. Sliding forward. And I want you to understand when you sliding forward, you overlook your life. You even be happy that you even thought to slide forward. And now that you have slidden forward, I want you to understand what that entails. First off, that means never going back. You're not going back to the way that you used to. So, going forward, you no longer know what to do. You feel me? All you're doing is doing what the Lord told you to do. I as pastor know that on the average day I wouldn't accept such a position. Why? Because man, man wise, I wouldn't feel like this position would have been a good position for me. First off, somebody hit me, I felt like I would never turn the other cheek. I might whoop them in the name of Jesus. But you put your hands on me, you're going to understand that God didn't raise weak men. See, we are to break strongholds. You hear what I'm saying? Even within ourselves. See, that's what always battle spirit. A mom's best battling spirit, the spirit is battling flesh. Just like the flesh wants you to succumb to it, the spirit wants you to succumb also. So my question, again, is whose side are you leaning on? Now, I don't know no man that wants to stay miserable and depressed. I don't know no snake that loves to return to his own vomit and eat up his, all of his life. I don't know one species that will want to eat dirt for the rest of their life. No disrespect, but I wouldn't even consider being vegan. I couldn't accept it. But one thing I can accept is the love of God. See, we are so lost to think that we need anything else. The only thing I need in my life is for the Lord. I'm like the lady who came among Jesus and said, touch me, Lord. Let me just touch the hem of your garments and I'll be made whole. And I never got to touch Jesus' garments. But I did feel the Holy Spirit 
walking within me, commanding me to let go of anger, let go of get backs, let go of pettiness, let go of your hurt, and let go of your pain, let go of the fact that you've been bruised. Let go of the fact that you took in these licks over and over again. And some people found glory in thinking that that made them a man. But I found glory in knowing that Jesus brought me up. I found glory in walking in that prison of man and coming out of man. And even on this podcast, I remain what God made me. I am thankful that he walked way up this morning to tell you people that whoever told you again that the road to being a Christian is easy, they lie. Once you've given yourself to God, the devil will attack you with all his tenfold. He wants you to succumb. He wants you to believe that you're his child. He wants you to believe that he owns everything. He wants you to believe that the world is in the palm of his hand. He wants you to believe that he sees and knows all. But how could you do that? And still say that you are God. If you commanded the world, then devil command me into heaven. Allow me to have a position as sweet as you did. By stepping aside and not blocking my way. So you got to tell Satan what your goal is. You got to tell people what your goal is. And my goal is heaven. Heaven is my goal. Each and every day. And I got to keep moving in the right way. So quit allowing people to distract you. Quit allowing things to hurt you so bad. That you call it beyond repairable. How can it be beyond repairable if you got God on your side? And it says in my Bible that if God be with you, then who can be against you? See, people are so down and they feel there's no way out. They feel that they are demons. Even if you felt that you won't make it into heaven, that don't mean that you won't. It don't mean that you will. But do you know this like to strive to make it in? So if heaven be your goal, 
work on it. It's never too late. If God can do it for me, then I guarantee you, he can do it for you. It says he will open up the window. Hold on. It states that he will open up the windows of heaven. Pull you out of blessing. Let your little heart might not have room to receive. Lifting God up means that you are ready to be transformed. Lifting God up means that you are ready to change. Lifting God up means that you're tired of everyday hustle and bustle. You are tired of being sick and tired. You are tired of seeing people die. You are tired of life in general. But see, you've tried everything. But have you really considered trying God? See, he will come down from heaven and he'll make a way out of no way. For God loves us. I want y'all to get that down in your soul. God loves us. God loves us. God loves us. And how do I know this? He gave his only begotten son. That whomsoever believeth upon him to have everlasting life. Do you know what that means? Life and life more abundantly. Not just living life, enjoying life. Being wrapped in the spirit. Knowing what it's like to meet your true God. No longer running. No longer afraid. Even when I'm speaking to you on this podcast, there are police surrounded by my house. Do you hear me? It's early in the morning. 6.54 in the morning. And see what it's like when you have a life that's demonetized. Then you will have my life. My life has never been cool. I've never been the popular kid in school. I was a jock, but still considered a lame. And you know what they say? You mess with a lame, you're going to walk with a lame. See, I'm not limping, right? So they know what their tears are. So God had better plans for me. No, I didn't live the life out that I wanted to live out. But I would not have lived the life out the way that I was going. The way that I was moving. I am so glad that the Lord has lifted me. Do you know what it's like to walk around with guns each and every day of your life? Wondering when I'm going to get my first kill. Masked up. I got guns. I got taser. I had knives. 
I had bulletproof vests. Yes, I was ready for their cases. Ready to do my part when it came in. But since the Lord has lifted me, I am so ready to do. I am waiting my assignment. And each and every day I pray, I fast, I read, I walk, I talk. And then I pray and I read and I walk and talk again. Yes, I am thankful to God for what he has done for me. Even in my marriage, troubles still arise. But I talk to Jesus, and look what God has did. Look what God has did for me. There's no way my life should have turned out this bad, but there's no way my life would have turned out this good, the way that I was going. It was all out, and I knew it, and there was no way out. But see, prison was my way out, I'm telling you. That time was my way out. And that not only was that my way out, that time out means that I learned from my mistakes. I learned what line to cross and what line not to cross. Oh, time will mature you like fine wine. When you drink it, you still taste the fresh grapes. You understand, but you know this wine has aged, but it's still greater. So that's what the God wants to do for you, podcast listeners. He wants to make us better than we was yesterday. And to be better than we was yesterday, we have to reflect. When I say reflect, reflect means look over. Look over your life and see where you've been and see where you're going. Oh, whole monger was in me. But when you get older, you get tired of waking up with somebody you don't know and don't even love. Do you know what the feeling what it's like? To wake up knowing that you love somebody? Do you know the comfortability of waking up knowing that you are waking up husband and wife? And my Bible says that when a man finds a wife, he finds it a good thing. When a woman finds a husband, she finds it a good thing. When a Christian finds God, we find it a good thing. Because it said, you lift me up, I'll draw all men unto you. He said, I make your enemies your footstool. So husbands who have cheated and beat your wives and treated your kids as if they were even there. Wake up today, my brother men. We need men to run this operation. We need men in this world as well as women. I don't understand the difference between the men live or women's live. 
We're all hurting. We're all demanding things. Then you now you got the gays coming along with the LB whatever whatever lesbian communities and the homosexual community. Everybody demanding power. Everybody wants to wheel in power. Everybody wants to be treated like their God. When I mean that we're built to rags, that means we're nothing. We're minute, even out of faith. And the only thing that makes us something is the love of God. Do y'all hear me? Like Pastor Bill say, hello, world. Come on, somebody. Do you love the Lord? If he did not hear your cry, I don't want you crying about the Lord not hearing your cry. Why? Because you turned the deaf ear to God. That's why we have so many people dying off. That's why we have so many little kids with guns and uh, uh, committing acts such as sex, sexual acts, and sliding and uh, uh, killing people and going to the mall and shopping after they're done. Oh, what a life we have built for our children. We work to see our kids go down the drain. Not only did they build prisons for my whole family, they're even building them for my children. Hallelujah. What are we going to do as people to stop these infractions? What are we going to do as people when there's people in this city that's mentally ill and calling out for help and nobody's there to help them? See, that's what this podcast is built for. This podcast is built for people who are suicidal. This podcast is built for people who don't think that there's no way out. This, this podcast is built for people who don't got no love and who need to know what love is. See, love is God sent his only begotten son to die for us. Were you there when they bruised and whipped my Lord all night long? Were you there when the blood came screaming down? Were you there when they hung Jesus to the cross? And you want to talk to me about love? See, you can't talk to me about love if you don't have it unconditioned. See, I know you're hurting. That's why God sent me in to allow y'all to know what it's like to be locked down, hurting, mad, angry. Why? Because nobody didn't come to see about me. All the people who claimed they had unconditional love for me did not have love. See, they said that when you're in prison, you're out of sight. When you're out of sight, you're out of mind. You're dead to the world. So each and every time I got locked up, I was dead to this world. I was dead to this unknown society out here. I didn't know what it was like coming out knowing how to even talk to a woman, less known, modulate with one. But 
But see, that's the thing about being fine as wine. We mature in time. Old shy boy went away. Old afraid to tell somebody went away. The man came to me. I wasn't wasn't afraid to tell you or nobody else. I didn't care about looks. I didn't care about getting. All I cared about was my family and us getting up. And that's what I'm saying about the Lord of Praise. This vision is a three-man vision that needs to be made one. Now, I got a feeling that this street ministry and Lord of Praise is going to be up one day. And all you people who sit back and look at me and laugh, <laughs> one day y'all will hear me telling y'all about what it's like to be a soldier of God. You can no longer come to me bragging about money no more. You know why? Because I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Why? Let me tell you what silver and gold is. It's all our possessions anyways. But when we came here from America, they took all of our prized possessions. And if they did leave you with silver or gold, you were considered their property. You was considered their house, nigga. You was considered their child. And they still treated you as if you're nothing. But see, God has always been with me. God has always been with you. My problem is, why do we lag? Why do we not answer the call? Why is it that God talks to people every day? Why does this podcast keep on hollering at people every day? Knocking on doors. Talking to them. Pastor, all you do is talk on your podcast every morning. About God this and God that. See, they said, you're not living God. I'm living it every day, my brothers. But the thing about it is, one thing you got to know when you come to God, we're powerless, man. And the only way we have power is Holy Ghost power. And I know that no other power can do what Holy Ghost power can do. See, you're going to doubt it because you don't know what Holy Ghost power can do. See, you don't know because you've never been put in position to know what Holy Ghost power can do. Some people say that they don't believe in, 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 in boogeymans and some people say that they don't believe in the ghost. But see, I believe in these things. See, even in prison, they told me that I was speaking spookism. Spookism is what they said that I was speaking in prison. Now tell me this. I want y'all to really help me out with this. Because I know nothing about what spookism actually is. But what I'm understanding what it is, 
is that I believe in a ghost when I believe in Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. I do believe in the ghost. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe in the Spirit. You're right. That's why I'm preaching what you call a white man's God. No, I'm not preaching a white man's God. I'm preaching God. And God is not an author of confusion. There's no such thing as no black man or no white man in God's army. There's no such thing as war and enmity with God's angels. There's no such thing as you, little eye, me, big me. No, there's no little eye, there's no big you in God's house. We all are lost. We're all sinners. We're all babes in Christ. I remember telling y'all about me getting hit with a lock and sock and coming back to life. I could have lost it all right there in prison. But can you believe uh, that I got all my senses? So the old man must have been knocked out and the new man had arisen. I sit there for months. Headaches. Things have been taken out of me and added back into me. Blood transfusions after transfusions still after coming back. Monster therapy. To get me even in the talk again. I was in a baby-like sedated state. The prison warden was daddy. And every little female that came along was mommy. Imagine, you know what I'm saying, in prison. Well, Bunky got to put a dirt on you. He's entrusted. He's watched. But this Bunky got to every day be my God. One day I went to the shower. and must have defecated before I went to the shower on myself. And I felt some squishy feeling. I felt the man going up in there and trying to get me to the showers and trying to pull off my clothes to change me. And something must have woken me. And I pushed that man back like, move back. I got this now. Then I began to walk. Then I began to talk. And then I'm back on the yard. Then I'm going to sleep tucked in the night saying my prayer. And I wake up after that month. I want to know who hit me. And who paid this man to do this to me. I got to get this boy out of me first. But my mind state was on coming to God. But before I could figure out what happened to this man. Somebody pushed him off the third to fourth floor gallery. I mean, that man didn't even see the light of day. Think about God, child, is that I remain here. I'm not bragging on this man's death, but I'm just bragging on how good God has been to me. Listen, 
there was adultery going on in my marriage. And the only thing that allowed his marriage to continue is the love of God within me. My willingness to forgive. My mind state to know that we are all sinners. We have all come short of the glory of God. So who are we to judge? And my Bible says, be careful whom you judge, for you might be judged. So podcast listeners, be careful y'all judging out there. And I want y'all to truly take a good go of giving your lives to God. Because God is all we have. And he sent the son Jesus Christ down here to show us how to live. And we're still not living right. And Jesus Christ is just a man, as you people call it. He came down on this earth as a man. He preached and he showed you miracles. He told you that if you believe in the spirit, then you can believe in it also. Why does we marvel at what other people got? If you believe in God, you can have anything that this world has to offer you. You understand what I'm saying? God wants us to have it all. He wants us to have dominion and power. And today I ask you to will dominion and power. Let us end this with a prayer podcast, listeners. And uh, um, for my message, if I could use for a thought or theme, it'd be working on doing better. See, that's what we have to work on. Working on doing better. We must, if we fail to come together as one, then we shouldn't come together at all. Holla at y'all people. See y'all next time.